honesty hour, I did not know what I was doing in regards to launching this podcast. And I wouldn't have been able to do it without Anchor. Anchor makes starting a podcast super, super easy and allows you to not only use their platform to distribute the podcast, but you can even go on your phone or computer and record and edit the podcast right on their platform. Best of all, it's totally, totally free. So if you're interested in starting a podcast, download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. I was just like thinking like, okay, where do we want to go? Where do I want to go? Where do you want to be? Um, And I went back to like where we were like six months ago and where I was maybe two years ago. And a thousand percent, the reason why I'm here is because I collaborated a shit ton. I took coffee meetings that maybe didn't amount to anything. I sat down for beers when I wanted to go home and play video games. Like I just met people and gave back and gave my time. And now like I I just made a post like, yo, like if you need help getting into speaking engagements, because we have all these all these events coming up, like shoot me a message. And I have like fucking 20 calls lined up with people that I don't even know, people that I don't know if they'll be a good fit just because I want to give back, not because it's going to amount to something, but because I genuinely care. And I think that's what's always set us apart. We genuinely, genuinely care about our community because we understand that that community is the reason we are where we are today. Welcome to Strange on Purpose. Yes, we announced as a different name. That's because we are a different name. We have now transitioned from the Urban Misfit Show to Strange on Purpose. And there's a few reasons why, which we are now diving into. Hello, gentlemen. Yo. Hi. <laughs> so why the name change? Uh, I think we wanted something that encapsulates something that actually speaks to who we are. I don't think the last one did. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, Urban Misfit Show is a little weird, given that uh, only two of us live in an urban environment. And um, I just think a lot of people resonate with Misfit, but more people resonate with being strange on purpose. So, yeah, and I would say like everything that we're doing, like it's it's intentional, which is where the strange on purpose comes from. Like we, like we're all different. We're all weird. We're quirky. Um, Urban Misfit Show, I think we were just like forcing ourselves to like follow this lane, forcing ourselves to stay on brand, but, and we didn't allow ourselves time to actually be creative and quirky with the name. So I like the brand change. Yeah, I love it. And uh, follow us on Instagram, strange on purpose. Um, and hopefully on Facebook here shortly. So um, once I decide to update it, yeah. yeah, once <laughs> once we get rolling here, uh, we'll be producing some amazing content. We have some really dope guests coming up here shortly. Um, but another cool announcement, we got some sponsors jumping on. Um, Q's got uh, an old uh, relationship coming on, right? It <laughs> sounded so weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, moving forward, like one, like we're going to focus more on like super, super high quality guests, um, actually pulling out stories that matter, stories that we want to hear and story that, stories that are going to help people, but also like sponsors that love what we're doing and support us. So I'm super excited for that. Rochambeau Coffee is going to be one, which I worked out of their coffee shop for about a year. Um, and I was one. Seems like eight, but okay. It does seem like eight. I still didn't grow a beard in that time, so it wasn't that long. Um, but curious there, i mean there, there might be other reasons <laughs> <laughs> don't want to talk about it. but they'll be coming on as a sponsor pretty soon here too and we're excited nice That's awesome i i think too the the name change is a big testament to just being 
more us. And, and like you had kind of diverted to not forcing ourselves down a lane and not forcing ourselves into interviewing certain guests for certain reasons and asking certain questions because it fit that brand. And I think this is just more us. And I think as we've planned since our 2019 kind of breakdown meeting, it's just been a lot of like, not anything of, okay, let's do this because we need to do this. And we've done a lot of kind of both. Like we knew that we needed to do it, but we did it more so because we just, Hey, we need to do this. And then we just kind of did stuff. But I think moving forward and this is a big part of just the company in general, and we can kind of maybe dive, Divergent that a little bit, but just doing everything and everything that we produce and do for ourselves, for clients is now on purpose. Yeah. No, I like that. And I would agree. Speaking of on purpose, who, who do you guys want to see on the show here in 2019? I mean, we got a new brand. Um, we have sponsors jumping on, like, obviously we can't have this show without having guests. Like we can, I can only talk to you guys so much and I can only talk to Chandler who's behind the camera right now. Um, so Shout much as well. Moody. Yeah. <laughs> Hank Moody. Um, but who do you guys want to see on the, the show in the near future? I think the way I'm going to answer is just who do, who I specifically want to interview. And that's, I, I've had this goal for well over a year now, but Marquez Brownlee just, he thinks so differently. And I think that, in terms of just like being on purpose, like everything that he does has a huge intent and everybody at that level does. But I think it's definitely more visible through his work and just how he was able to just be that guy. And I resonated so much with him specifically because he just had laptop with a webcam and I'm going to review this HP Windows Media Center remote that I bought for 20 bucks like that. I resonated with that. And I think that there's just so many good stories that he might be able to bring. Yeah. And for me, like I... One, just like people with stories and people that are cool and people that we can learn from. But I would say there's probably three guests that I really, really want to interview. One is Sophia Amoroso, um, found a nasty gal, now the CEO of Girl Boss, just total badass, but she's also strange. Um, and because she was strange, like she was able to accomplish the stuff that she has. Um, number two, I would say Jason Silva, who's just like one of my main content heroes. I've learned a lot from him. He basically just takes weird um, and crazy, crazy complicated, complicated ideas and makes them simple um, and communicates them in a way that it's like, damn, I want to continue consuming this. And three, I would say just Kobe Bryant. Um, I, I don't need a reason there. He's just, he's fucking dope. And he's always been different and always someone that I looked up to because he was so obsessive with the stuff that he did. Um, but just people that have a story. Yeah. I think number one, uh, for me, I, I I'm going to niche down hard into sports because I love sports so damn much. Um, but there's someone I just I came across. Uh, I, w- I went up to his pop up shop last month. Uh, his name, his artist name is Joe Fresh Goods. Um, creates and designs some amazing um, apparel. Um, collaborated with places like Adidas. Um, supposed to be collaborating with uh, sports teams in Chicago. Uh, collaborated with the Bears and uh, something that I realized after follow starting to follow him is that he's honestly strange and it's it's on purpose and um, he has like I said collaborated with a bunch of people but he's had those failures and while I don't want this to be a podcast where it's oh I did this I failed so much and then I, I rose to the top he his story is incredible um, from what I've heard. And I would just love to get an hour of his time to dive deeper into that, um, to learn about the dude. So that would be the main guest that I would want to see on. Dude. Hell yeah. People that we actually want to learn from with actual stories. I was on a podcast like 
guest podcast like two three days ago and he's like q like i'm so so curious like you brand yourself as a misfit and weird and strange but i was looking at your content and you're really not that weird strange and you pretty much fit in and i thought that was so fascinating because he didn't see me like when i first started and see me like when i was just like literally a sore thumb among other people like i want to like i want to talk about like what we're doing that's actually different actually highlight those things because i don't think we do it enough which is another reason like i I want to use this podcast to actually show like who we are and talk about things that we don't get to. Um, so what are we doing differently? Why, how, and what has that resulted? I think just like the biggest thing that I noticed right away when you first even introduced me to LinkedIn is just, and I know that you this prior to Ermis Adventures, but just companies highlighting their employees. You know, like we, the, the company is so much, and, and all you see are like the C-suites and all you hear about is, okay, Steve Jobs, I, this is a horrible example, but <laughs> Steve Jobs is the guy behind the computer sort of thing. But like, who designed the motherboard? Who did this? You know, we're, and obviously every company does do highlights, but I think that something that we're really focusing on is just how do we really highlight those people so that 10 years from now, 30 years from now, they can still do everything that they love doing and we can help them get there. If this is even just a stepping stone, we can just propel them and encourage them to do everything that they want to do and really highlight the work that they do for us. I love that. And yeah, I, I mean, company culture is huge um, and it's preached everywhere, but like the couple places that I stopped before this, it's like, it was always preached like, Oh, our culture is so vital to us. But I mean, they talked about it so much, but there was no culture. And um, that if the culture was there, it wasn't something that, what they were shooting for and um, something that like we've been talking about is just making sure that that culture is there for someone as an intern coming on, somebody that's volunteering or somebody that's coming in full time. Uh, we want to make sure that it's an environment that they want to grow in. And it's not one that, okay, in a year I'm going to go find a new job because that's all I need. Um, at the end of the day, um, our, our generation and the generation after us are, are I mean, literally, job jump job jump as much as possible and we want to obviously avoid that because we're making an investment into anybody that's jumping on um but they won't job job jump if it meant hey i'm leaving all these amazing people that i actually care about and this company that i see the vision and this company that i care about what they're doing um so that's that's obviously number one for us as well yeah agreed it's so easy to write out a mission statement or so easy to write your values, so easy to map things out. It's not so easy to implement those things, um, which I love that we're focusing on that because we actually like one, we like it to know our people and not enough companies do that. I don't know. And it's sad that like, that's strange. It's sad that that's different. Um, but literally like we are in control of the culture we build. We're in control of everything, but everybody that comes in, they feel like they're in control as well. And they feel that sense of ownership. So it's been, it's been awesome. And it's something that is literally going to change every single day. Um, yeah. I love, I mean, honestly, I love the fact that I, what 15 minutes ago we were in the room with Kenny, our intern. And he said, he not once did he say you guys, he said, we, and yeah. I love that. I love that. We literally encourage people to be a part of us because they are a part of us. They are. Yeah. And, and, and every every LinkedIn comment message is not, I like what you're doing, Diz, is I like what the misfits are doing. Yeah. I like what you guys yeah. are doing. That 
you just don't see. And that culture, like it's it's more than the company too, which is what I love. Like there's also that community piece. Like they, like it's like following a football team, you know? Like we won today, like we did this, which has always been weird to me, but like it's the same for the company. Oh, yeah. Like we're misfits. We got this. I, I love that, which is rare. It literally, it feels like we're a team. Yeah. I mean, we are, but. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Um, <laughs> We're going to take this brief. Uh, I'm going to shout out Kenny for the awesome coasters that he gave us. Uh, yeah. And he does some awesome work and we'll be ordering from him. So slide into his DMS if you want some. Um, but yeah, I think more than anything in our changes and everything that we've been going through um, and stuff that like seems out of the realm for us. I mean, for me, uh, lately, uh, just making sure I, I have those lasting relationships with people and care about people is number one. Um, I'm not just gonna, we're not like all of us need, obviously need to pay bills, but at the end of the day, we're not really in this for the money. Um, and I think that's something that's kind of misfitty in, in itself is that, uh, people sit me down and they're like, Oh, how much money have you made? Or how much money are you making? And, uh, if I give them a rough estimate, they're freaking out because they all think we're just raking in cash and we're just bringing in all this money and keeping it for ourselves. But we invest back into our business. And that's number one. I mean, when me and Q sat down, when we set, uh, even first started this, we sat down and we said, Hey, most startups taking, take on millions of dollars in investment, but pay themselves $500,000. And that's just not justifiable in our eyes because we want to make sure that's lasting. Um, and then in those relationships, um, I want to just make sure that every partner that we have, they know that we care and we value their time. Um, and, I mean, I, I've messed around with some stuff like with some cold emails and stuff like that and hardcore being a millennial sending emojis and emails and stuff like that. But like, I think that's what it honestly, it, until someone sits down with us, they only know us by those emails or those calls or those LinkedIn messages or those Facebook messages or the LinkedIn posts. And I mean, that's, that's our way to show our, perspective clients that this is who we are. It's not that we're painting a picture that isn't there. We're, we're showing that this is who we are. And yeah, some people might hate on us. We've all gotten it. And, um, at the end of the day, we, we keep doing it because we love it. And that's the person we are. And I think to like getting, signing that deal is always great, but like, I feel so happy when those months are that you get that message. Like, you inspired me. You made a difference because of you. I'm uploading my first video because you guys keep this message going strong. Like now we're doing this. Like I, I've dealt with like hate for years now with like YouTube and Twitch and stuff. And that really doesn't affect me. But like the way that your attitude changes when you get that message, it's just incredible to me. Oh yeah. It's all like hate thousand percent has like just never bothered me because it's all about context people that are hating you one like they're projecting but context they have no idea who you are they have no idea what you're doing they have no they don't have all of the context so it's really just like never bothered me like it's actually like kind of fascinating that people would spend so much time um, thinking about us so much time that they're going to go and figure out when we're going to upload and hit that dislike button that's so fascinating it's also so flattering but like going back to the relationships like 1000% that's the only reason why we're successful. The only reason why we are where we are today. Like the relationships that I had, we've signed so many deals because of the relationships that you've had, relationships that you've had. Like 
I, I had like a crisis recently. Um, no. I wasn't all the time, man, all the time, literally all the time, but I wasn't posting. What are you going <laughs> to <laughs> Leave me alone, man. I'm not that bad. Was that this uh, morning or last night? I think it was like two hours ago. Ooh. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Um, that but I wasn't in this morning. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't posting a lot of content and I was just like thinking like, okay, where do we want to go? Where do I want to go? Where do you want to be? Um, and I went back to like where we were like six months ago and where I was maybe two years ago. And a thousand percent, the reason why I'm here is because I collaborated a shit ton. I took coffee meetings that maybe didn't amount to anything. I sat down for beers when I wanted to go home and play video games. Like I just met people and gave back and gave my time. And now like I, I just made a post like, yo, like if you need help getting into speaking engagements, because we have all these, all these events coming up, like shoot me a message. And I have like fucking 20 calls lined up with people that I don't even know, people that I don't know if they'll be a good fit just because I want to give back, not because it's going to amount to something, but because I genuinely care. And I think that's what's always set us apart. We genuinely, genuinely care about our community because we understand that that community is the reason we are where we are today. So those relationships always will be and like have been the reason we are where we are. Definitely. And giving back is something huge too, right? Like, uh, again, that referencing that meeting that happened 15 minutes ago with Kenny, it's like, Hey, we need to figure out a way to give back as much as possible and not just give back to our community, but give back to people that need our help and really are, are in need. And, uh, we have some cool stuff planned for that. But like, I personally, I, I just had a meeting this morning with the blood center of Wisconsin and, um, they brought me around and they showed that they did their research because I sat down with a doctor, um, or scientist that's actually working on a cure for MS, uh, something that my mom has and is diagnosed with for, or has been diagnosed with for many years. And, um, that showed that they actually cared to do their research enough that like, Hey, if I ever have money to donate, whether it's here or whether it's uh, my personal cash, I'm going to donate to them because they actually cared, did the research to care and do all this stuff. And um, that's something that like, Hey, if I sit down, I just had that meeting uh, with a huge brand last week and I did the research, everything like that. And on the back end, he's going to give back to us. And um Dude, hell yeah. If you can show that you care, like it goes so far. Yeah. Like I used to write handwritten letters. My handwriting is terrible. It's terrible. I'm pretty sure it's I terrible. can read them. But the fact I'm that I'm pretty I sure your it. dog wrote, <laughs> it writes better than you. Thousand percent true. <laughs> but like it, it showed that, damn, I took the time. Damn, I knew that this happened when they were that age or whatever. Like it, it goes a long way. At the end of the day, where people, people buy from people that they like. People work with people they like. So. And one more thing that I think we can attribute recent success to is just humanizing the business. Yeah. And being able to just like, okay, you see the Instagram accounts, you see the Facebook accounts, you see the LinkedIn posts. It's not a company posting. It's look at what these people are up to. Yeah. Look at what they're doing. And I think like that's super, super important because like going back to your point, Izzy, like it's so undervalued, like doing the research and like I'll always, I still, even to this day, get people checking in on my dad. And it's like, you know, those are the the moments and the people that really stand out to you. It's like, you're not just sending this message because I made this video and you just want to act like you're, you're showing some, some care and compassion, but like people that just yesterday, I got another one. How's your dad doing? Is there anything that we can do? Do you need, is he in the hospital? Can we send like a Uber eats or whatever? Like just all the offers that we get, like, it's just unbelievable, but we've been able to humanize the business, which then brings that connection so much closer and so much more intimate. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was about to bring up. It all comes, goes back to content and um, it ties into just literally 
like you said, human humanizing the brand, but like we want to make sure that we highlight the lows because all you see on social media are the highs, but not only that, but let's highlight our individual employees. Let's highlight dids. Let's highlight Kenny. Let's highlight Charlotte. Let's highlight Kylie. And let's show off the people that are working their asses off really for us. Because at the end of the day, like I like we said earlier, we're a team. Um, we're not just four co-founders that might have big brands. We're, we're all team. We're all a team and collectively we're one massive brand, but we're one massive community at the end of the day. And through, I mean, through the content, that's, that's really what connects our community with us. It's sad that it's 2019 and like people still treat social and content. Like it's, it's weird. It's, it's strange. I got a message, <clears throat> got a message the other day. It was like, yo Q, like I watch all these videos that your team does and like, I'm having trouble like finding the connection, like who actually watches this? Are they idiots? Like, um, they just people that watch us are probably just idiots right and he just continued to like just shit on our lives which is so fascinating to me and it doesn't piss me off because again we're going to hit seven figures they are in the first 18 months so that doesn't like affect our success but it shows like one he has this belief um and he's attaching to what used to be what used to work what used to succeed and like that's relevant. Like we like if you look at the industrial revolution, one it changed, it revolutionized the workforce, right? A lot of people went from rural to urban. If you look at the future and you have artificial intelligence, virtual reality, like all these tech things that I didn't need to mention, but they have the potential to replace any of us if we don't tell our stories. Because if a machine could do something better than you, why would I go for you? Um so that that to me is just so weird. And in the same way, like for me, like, yo, let's tell my story. That's completely transformed my life. The brand's the same thing. If we don't tell our story, no one's going to care. No one's going to attach to it because we have to have that story because stories are, they're innate and they're primordial and they've always been there, but it establishes that connection. That just, that's always something that I want to put a focus on, always things that I want to share. Um, and we have so many people and we're not even a huge company, but there's so many characters here. And in my Instagram stories, you'll see Izzy, you'll see Kenny, you'll see Did, you'll see Charlotte, Kylie, and vice versa. And we tap into that. And we we literally like the brand is a human. It's it's a person. But more brands need to think that way because that's the way that the future is going. And what amazes me about that is we're not cute. Put it put me in your story. It's always yeah. we're just loving life and having fun and being together and enjoying our time together and working together and finding funny moments about each other that we love sharing. Like it's not We're ever, using it as an extension. It's like, right. that's what tech is an extension of who we are. It's not like, damn, okay, is he go do this? I mean, sometimes, but most <laughs> of the time it's like, Oh shit, he did something funny. I want to record that. Let's do it. Or I've got a yeah. camera. Let's do it. Just an extension. It's just life. There's no IRL in online. It's just life. I honestly have never felt that before. Like here I am. I have obviously, but, um, I mean, I've had multiple stops in regards to my my job career, my career personally, and just being able to say, hey, I'm going to whip out my phone and I'm going to take my community of people, while it might be small at that point, and show them that I work at these specific air, like places. At one, I mean, at one point in my stop, I was ashamed at where I worked and I was little... Like I told you guys plenty of times, like I came home multiple times and just let out a good cry because I was so frustrated in my point in life. And I was like, all right, what the hell, where the hell do I go from here? And really it's been 
a 180 and it's been just like, again, humanizing that brand ties into everything because at the end of the day, like I go home and my girlfriend says, yo, how's your day? Even though I feel like I've seen your entire day through your guys' stories, it's like, okay, you've seen my day. You can ask me how my day goes still. Um, but like at the end of the day, it's a person. It's, it's so humanizing. Yeah. I was looking at my Snapchat stories and like two years ago and I was like, um, like just everything, like for me, like boxing and tired and working in this shitty apartment, um, I saw everything and it, that is so cool. Like going back to look at those things or like, Hey Q, one day you'll be all right. But also being able to show somebody I was there too. Yeah. I went through that too. Shit. I was crying at work too. You can get here. Like that is the coolest thing ever. Like seeing people, another guy, he wrote an article on me. He's like the best brand advice that I've ever gotten. And it just, it was a conversation between him and me. Him, like he literally quoted me. It was the coolest thing I've ever seen. But again, it was documented. Without that, without the content, you're not, you're not going to be human. You're not going to be able. People aren't going to connect to you. There's not going to be that attachment. Exactly. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm I'm excited for the rebrand. I'm excited for the guests that we have coming up. Can't name them. I'm excited for the sponsors. Um, this is going to be fun. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, and I think. I think everything that we just talked about literally almost humanizes the name, uh, the new rebrand and being strange on purpose is we're doing everything that we're doing for a purpose. And whether that's being strange on purpose or whether that's being a misfit, I think anyone can really tie into that.